Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter Spinners weather to a chokehold. Collins Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn with your man and say we spitting live wireless, leaving shot with the gamma rate. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't the closest to candidates. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest. News off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Holton, Philly West. Reppin' with the legends, classic in the future. Section politics, sports segment, live phone, call up with question. It's the NYPA, 95 connection, real people. Ain't no scripted cute call for directions. Just team on the grind time till it's all perfection. Throw it past the satellite so you can catch reception. So touch ground with us, we kill challenges. A murder it for every number on your calendars. From west to the boogie down the greyhound in this. We Google spot, anchor podcast pockets. Welcome to NYPA and Tim Meridian live here on Block Talk. It's Sunday at 5 o'clock. Thank you for joining us live, Alonzo and Kyle. Simultaneously broadcasting from the Bronx in West Philadelphia. Appreciate your time for listening to us, uh, either live or downloading the show later on today or another day, either if you uh, Block Talk or other platforms. Appreciate you downloading, subscribing, commenting, and sharing. Uh, as a quick program, no, no show next week. Uh, we'll be back up live on the September 6th for the season finale, then shut it down for another two weeks. We'll be back up live again for the 10th, the 10th season premiere, September 20th, live, 5 o'clock, NYPA, Tim Marita. So I'm going to repeat that again. No show next week. Back up in two weeks for sept- on September 6th. Six, easy for me to say. September 6th for the season finale, ninth season finale. That's it. Shut it down again for two weeks, back up again live on the 20th for the 10th season premiere of NYP Entertainment Radio. Um, yeah, looking forward to that, some announcements, surprises um, that I've um, been building up to. And uh, so far, it's so good. It looks like everything's coming through. Um, so, like I said, no show next week. The 6th season finale, down again, back up again, and we go from there. And on that date, new new music, new music playlist, and, and so forth. So I said, we're doing a little bit different, going through a little bit of a, you know, lateral pass, so to speak, or um, an audible, I should say, uh, using a football term, for the monthly playlist. So we got to ride this playlist out a little bit longer to around the season premiere, and it be brand new by the 20th. And uh, pretty much got a nice little list together for that also. So looking to be a pretty good, exciting Season 10 premiere episode, September 20th here at NYP Entertainment Radio on Blog Talk and other stations such as Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Cast, Castbox, and so on and so forth. Um, and a quick shout-out again. Um, appreciate you guys are listening. I say go into archives and look into archives and some of our older shows you're downloading and listening to, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. And it looks like you are, so thank you. Uh, for doing the downloads, not just here, but like I said, worldwide, and looking at downloads in Ireland and Serbia and Germany and places like that. Take the time out. Much appreciated. 
um, as uh, I try to bring the show to you uh, entertaining every week. Um, again, um, you want to rate the show, five stars would be nice. And, uh, being biased. But again, share, comment, and uh, download NYPA Entertainment Radio. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll move it on. Get, let's get right into everything. Um, going to world of sports a little bit. So now it's been rumored, and it's, it's to be true officially, um, Oscar De La Hoya is coming out of retirement. Uh, originally on this show, um, <laughs> originally on this show, I read that he was going to wait to see how uh, Mike Tyson does before he makes a decision. Uh, the Tyson hasn't fought yet, but De La Hoya, who's 47, uh, says he's he's um, ending retirement to resume boxing career. Boxing career, not taking on charitable mm-hmm. fights like Tyson or Holyfield. He said right. career. There's a difference right. between oh, I'm going to make a charity, do an exhibition like Roy Jones and Tyson are doing. He said career. Right. So, mm-hmm. De La Hoya told ESPN this past Wednesday that he will return to the ring uh, at the age of 47, uh, 12 years after his last fight. Uh, the 11 time titleist uh, confirmed he's ready to end his retirement. Quote, the rumors are true, and I'm going to start sparring the next few weeks, De La Hoya said. Uh, De La Hoya was, uh, uh, was 39. And six with 30 KOs added that he will not be engaging in an exhibition fight, like I just said, a fellow retired champs, uh, Tyson and Jones Jr. It's a real fight, he said. I miss being in the ring. I love boxing. Boxing is what gave me everything I have today, and I just miss it. As the winning the gold medal for the United States in 92, in the 92 Olympics in Barcelona, La Hoya had a meteoric rise in the professional ranks, winning the WBO junior lightweight title by stopping Jimmy Bredhow in 10 rounds in 94. And then in his 12th professional bout, De La Hoya went eventually, uh, would have went, eventually win major world titles in six different weight classes. During the stretch, the Golden Boy was considered one of the best fighters in boxing and the biggest pay-per-view and gate attraction. He was as marketable outside the ring as he was a good fighter inside it. Uh, there are very few fighters who can appear on the cover of Ring Magazine and Newsweek. De La Hoya career came to, an, came to a conclusion when he quit on his stool after the eighth round of a fight against Manny Pacquiao in December of mm-hmm. A few months later, at the age of 36, De La Hoya announced his retirement. Look, my last fight with Pacquiao, I weighed uh, in at 145, and obviously that was a shell of myself, he said. Um, of his ill-fitted decision to move down from welterweight to face Pacquiao after seven years of campaign at junior middleweight. Now he is set to return. De La Hoya understands that many will question his decision. Look, it's been a long time. It's been a long time, yes, he said. But actually, my jab feels faster than ever. I have to make sure that my conditioning is perfect and health is good, and that's going to take place in the next few weeks, so we'll see. De La Hoya, who has battled drug and alcohol addiction in the past, said he started to get back into shape a couple of months back, and he began to feel better and better. The old itch came back. De La Hoya said he looked around the current landscape of boxing and didn't like what he saw. Um, and he says all mm. these fighters are not at, are not of the level that 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 was not of the level that was 15, 20 years ago. All these fighters are demanding so much money. All these fighters are demanding the moon. De La Hoya said, and they're forgetting that you must train hard. 
You must work hard. So that's a huge advantage for me because I know what it takes to train hard. I know how to train smart. I know how to fight smart in the ring. These guys are in it just for the money, and that'll be the big difference. I will fight for the glory. And these guys only fight for the money. And guess what? The glory will always win. But now the plan is to compete between 154 and 160 pounds as, as for who he will be targeting. Quote, any top guy, any top guy out there says De La Hoya. What do you think, Zoe? Um, you know, it, it's funny how all the veterans are now wanting to come back out of retirement and get out there and, 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 and compete again. You know, I know it's still in the mm-hmm. blood and they still feel that they can do it. You know, some may can, but some may get hurt. Now, for him to say that a, a lot of these, you know, current boxers now are, are doing it for the money, I'm almost guarantee you that he got in it for the money also. Yeah, mm-hmm. he worked hard and he, you know, you know, won several championships in different weight class, but he did it for the money as well. So he'd be lying if mm-hmm. he said he didn't. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it got him where he where he's at. A lot of them boxers that's mm-hmm. out there today, yeah, they love the sport of boxing, but they there to make money as well to get to that certain platform that he's in right now. For some of them, mm-hmm. some of them mm-hmm. will burn their money. Now you know right. I disagree with him on that because I'm sure he's there. He was he went in there for the money as well. He wouldn't have went that long if they was only gonna pay him pennies. <laughs> they was mm-hmm. just gonna pay him pennies or don't pay him at all. He wouldn't have been there just you know getting pounded on just not getting paid. That's that's that's, right. that's bull crap for, for what he's saying. <laughs> that's bull crap. Now I would mm-hmm. certainly hope I didn't see him spar. I didn't see him spar at all. So mm-hmm. I don't know how. You know, as he say, his jab is still faster than ever or whatever. I don't know. I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. you know, him sparring yet. You know, now there was rumors mm-hmm. that were going around saying that he wants to fight Conor McGregor. There was rumors going out there that, that he wants to come out of retirement to fight Conor McGregor in, in a match. Mm-hmm. Now, how true those rumors are, I don't know, but there was a story in um in, in social media and I still have that article. It was in social media that, you know, that's what he wanted to do, allegedly. <clears throat> you know, but I certainly hope that he don't get out there and get hurt. You know, he's making money as a um as a promoter in boxing. You know, he's one of the top guys out there in promoting now. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he should really get back out there to do it. I think he should just sit back right. and, and continue making his money and promoting. You know, there's no need for him to go out there and get seriously hurt by these young cats now. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. I, you know, you know who I, you know who I blame all this on? What was that? Mike Tyson? Do you know who I, I – I'm not going to say his name. You go ahead and say his name because he whipped my ass. Yeah, you just said, I whispered. Because he was mad. A said that. I just said, who? You put your name in, Mike. <laughs> say something, bro. Say something, bro. Go ahead, say something smart now. Yeah, yeah. Said, I, I, I just I said, said who? I said it. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, uh huh. I could use a payday, uh-huh. too. Hit me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you won't be, be able to enjoy it. 
You won't be able to enjoy it, but okay. That's what I said. I got to survive that hit. <laughs> it won't be a hit. It's just going to be a combo. Oh, <laughs> uh, was that person did this and looked phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. Even just recently, him and, yeah. and Roy Jones look even Evander, but Mike started this off. Everyone, yeah. like you said, was like, oh, I wanted to play. But here's the difference: is what he just said and what I said and what he said in the article. He's saying, oh, I want to do exhibition. I just want to do an actual career. Here's the difference, homie, because these young lions that are out there that you just shitted on is going to make a name out of you. You're a legend. You are mm-hmm. an icon. You're a hall of famer. There you go. So. You just pulled your pants down and sprayed your wee-wee pee all on them, and now that, oh, that's all we're about, they're going to come after you. They're going to make, and, and, uh-huh. and usually it had, it, there, there's not a good record of veteran boxers who come out of, not too many, who either lasted too long or came out of retirement that ended, that ended well for them. So it, it's like, my my thing when I first really first talked about him on the show when he did this is like dude stick to exhibition, do like a little charity stuff, little round robin tournaments, because you going back out there again. There's some hungry lions that you just pissed on and that oh, you yeah. shitted on. They're saying they don't do it for the money. It's lights out. I can see that happening. You you hold mm-hmm. up a good fight, you put up a good fight, but it's just little things like yeah. I, uh, I don't know, but we'll, we'll see as time goes on as just progress pro, uh, progresses with his uh, um, training. Who's going to fight for what, when, where, and how? Right. Is sometime in twenty one, sometime in twenty one, we'll see. I say by spring of twenty one, um, and I'm not talking about pandemic wise. I'm talking about just timing wise with him training, finding the venue, opponent, money, and whatever. I say by spring of twenty one. Uh, um, we may hear something of a fight happening. So we should hear something about Springer. Right. I think if he's really serious, he gets through the training and all that, and he's really dedicated. So by Springer 21, we'll hear like a date. Like this is going to happen maybe by the fall, but we'll see. We will see. Mm-hmm. And he, see if he, if he, he got it. That his, we'll see if he got it. He can say that his jab is, is, is fast, but these young bucks are even faster and stronger. Like you said, they want to make a name for themselves. So they're going to go out there yeah. and they're going to put them back into retirement. Oh, yeah. You just shitted on them. You just talked about all the industry, this, this, and this. And you and you being arrogant and cocky, um, you know, now you have to back that up. And now you got a bullseye mm-hmm. on you that you may not want against a young, hungry lion who just like oh, I'm gonna take this I'm gonna take this dude out. Like you talking shit. I'm gonna show I'm gonna show what's all about. So you'll see what goes on, what the situation is gonna be, um, in terms of his training and, and, and so forth. Um, moving on to sports, NBA playoffs in full swing. We just got swept, so fuck the playoffs. I'm not talking about them. So <laughs> <laughs> we just got swept in the first round. Fuck the playoffs. The Knicks are not in it, sixes are gone. Fire Brett Brown. We're going to go to a music break. <laughs> We're going to start off. That's the first with music. And there you have it. And, and folks, that's sports. <laughs> that is sports. 
that's that. <laughs> Football training camp. Flyers are good at hockey. I like hockey. Baseball is dead for me. That's sports, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna play. We're gonna play some music. When we come back. I got a lot of stuff to get into. I'm gonna piss Alonzo off because I got another reboot happening. Oh. Um, there's another reboot happening. <laughs> I got another. I want to piss him off some more. There's a there's a reboot happening. Um, D.L. Hughley calls out Kanye, and RZA mm. creates a new ice cream jingle, ice cream truck jingle, and all that. Okay. We'll got some topics. The lines are open. Uh, if you want to call in, got something to say? Five one six three eight seven nineteen sixty one. 516-387-1961, NYPA Entertainment Radio. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Blog Talk. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you for joining us live today. Uh, and, of course, you can't catch the show live when it's happening. You always can download it, go into Blog Talk on Demand, um, and get this show and others. If not, you can go to Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Overcast, CastBox, and so on and so forth. Um, to catch the past shows and even this show, if you're not available live on Sunday, 5 to 7 p.m., share, download, uh, comment, much appreciated. Um, again, program reminder, no show next week. Two weeks later, it's the season finale, which is September 6th, and two weeks after that, we will be back up and running for the season 10 premiere of NYP Entertainment Radio. Uh, before we to break, I got at Alonzo because I don't like reboots, but he really goes off when I mention reboots on the show. <laughs> this one in particular, I kind of, I, I might be looking forward to really interesting, and I mean because of the people that are involved in this. And uh, I don't know if he he, he would have mentioned this. I don't know if he heard about this. He would he probably mentioned it. He probably would have came on the air talking about it right off the bat. So Will Smith and Kevin Hart are doing a remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So Will Smith and Kevin back and Kevin Hart are packing their bags. The two stars are teaming up for a remake of John Hughes' 1987 classic, which is a classic. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was featured the memorable duo of Steve Martin and John Candy. Steve I confirmed. Uh, yeah, Sharon John Candy. That's a, that's a classic movie. I don't know what it is. Y'all check it out. It's funny. It comes on every holiday. Um, Hart confirmed this week uh, of the high profile parent on Instagram. Quote, I've been patiently waiting for the right project to team up with my brother with. He wrote, we found it and are developing it together with our teams. This will be huge for us in the city of brotherly love, a.k.a. Philadelphia. Let's go. Um, the, this continues a busy week for Will Smith, which I mentioned last week, uh, and his Westbrook Studios, who are behind a dramatic new version of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And now we await a word whether Hart's BFF Dwayne Johnson is jealous of the new bad boy in Hart's life. Um, all right, Zoe. I want to hear it. Listen, I, I don't have much to say about it other than leave classics alone. You know, there's so many creative writers out there. Utilize them. Come mm-hmm. up with something different. Mm-hmm. Why continue to do remakes and reboots? Why? Why? It doesn't make any sense. There's way too many creative writers out there. Use them. Use them. That's that's all I have to say. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think they heard you again. What what do you need what do they need to do? I don't think they heard you. What do they need to do with the writers? They need to utilize creative writers. Hey, what you said, though. People that will come up with something new, something new. Use them. (laughs) Stop using the ones out there that say, hey, I got a good idea. Let's reboot something. Because they don't have Mm -hmm. any creative ideas to come up with something of their own. Mm. I know I'm going to offend somebody out there in Hollywood, but oh, well. I I I hear I hear what you I hear what you're saying. 
um, ain't true. Uh, there are a lot of um, writers in general with original ideas or take an idea, maybe tweak it a little bit or whatever. Um, however, I'm intrigued with the duo between these two. They um, like, came up with something more original, possibly. Uh, but I'm just intrigued with these two working together, which is something um, I, my friend, I never thought of. I never thought of ten. I'm just working together. It's something different. Um, now, I don't know if this is going to happen, but what's what? This was maybe a few months ago. A few months ago, right? Probably when every like like a serious quarantine kicked in, everybody's kind of in the house, and I was taking a look at. Netflix with Kevin, uh, Kevin Hart had a, a little documentary on there. And originally, I don't know if it's still going to happen, he, on, on the documentary, they showed him trying to redo Uptown Saturday Night. And it was going to be him and Chadwick Bowen, Bowman. Excuse me. And Idris Elba was going to be in it and a bunch of other people. Um, at the mm-hmm. time, they showed him pitching the idea to Chadwick, and he was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it or not. Idris was like, I'm going to chat with him. But then we haven't heard nothing else about it. And then this comes on, so I don't know if that's a back burner or whatever, or scheduling or whatever the case may be. I hope so. But I, I hear it, and, and I and I understand, you know, certain things should not be touched. And you're right, certain things should not be touched. Um, I think there are enough writers out there, male and female alike, um, that are creative enough to come up with something a little original or something with a twist to it. Uh, however, like I am intrigued with just the, the chemistry between um, Will Smith and Kevin Hart. To see them two together. Um, I haven't seen that in a while, but I'm going to the holidays. They'll show it again. If, y'all don't, if you're not familiar with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with John Candy and Steve Martin, um, shame on you. Check it out. Google it. It's a classic. It's funny. Um, mm-hmm. the, John Hughes, who made like Justice Club, Sweet 16. Little film buffs, so at least that you will buy it. But it's a classic. I hear what Joe's saying. I hear, but I just want to see. I'm just kind of curious on how these two together work. Um, maybe a spin off to something else being original. But nowadays, what is original? Who knows? I don't know. But yeah. Um, speaking of which, speaking of that, staying in a, in a world of changing things and rebooting and so forth, Wu Tang Clan's Rizza creates a new ice cream truck jingle to replace the classic. That hide, that has racist ties. In an era where individuals mm-hmm. across the U.S. are calling for racial justice, one legendary rapper producer stepping up to change the childhood classic you may not know had a racist past. Turkey in the Straw is a 200-year-old song recognized by anyone who has ever gotten a sweet treat from an ice cream truck. However, most people don't realize the song first became popular in the Mitchell, in the Mitchell show with unsettling original lyrics. And Mitchell Show is an American form of entertainment developed in the early 19th, in the early 19th century that shows cons- consisted of comic skits, variety acts, dancing, and music performance that depicted people, specifically African descent, often using blackface. Ice Cream right. Company Good Humor teamed up with Wu-Tang Clan founder the RZA uh, to take action and create a new jingle for a new era. The new two will be available for free to ice cream trucks across the U.S. later this month and, quote, borrows from the traditional ice cream truck music and as jazz and hip-hop elements. Expect trap drum beats, some old-school bells that reference good humor, original ice cream trucks, and a distinct Rizzo hook 
that you will not be able to get your get out of your head. The ice cream truck company, the ice cream company, said in the release. Um, I remember, well, I remember the days when I would hear the iconic ice cream truck jingle outside, and I would drop what I was doing to chase it down for for a treat. When I learned about the mm-hmm. song Problematic History this summer, I knew I had to get involved and do something about it. With it. I'm excited to share this new jingle with a new era of ice cream truck fans and continue to spread that joy. The new jingle will be available for ice cream truck. Uh, the new jingle will be available for ice cream truck drivers on goodhumor.com. Now, this is a, this is this is how you this is where how you know that the jingle has changed. When you start seeing mothers start popping it like it's hot, that means the ice cream truck is coming down the street. <laughs> <laughs> when you see a mom stop the stroller and her tire is not popping it out, and you put the butterfly, you're like, oh, shit, the ice cream truck is coming. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> How you know? Melissa popping it like it's hot. <laughs> that would be hilarious <laughs> if I see something like that. She just, that would be she hilarious. She got the grocery bag. She got the grizzly back and just popping it and shit. That's the river. That's that river track. Oh, God. Oh, go ahead, River. What do you think about this? It would be interesting to hear what the new jingle will be because we all know that the one that they've been using, they still use today, is is a racist. Something, you know, using the N-word watermelon and whatever it is. I I forget the whole tune. To the original right. racist tune that they use, but it has right. to go away. And and I'm glad RZA and 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 um, mm-hmm. the ice cream company. Who was it? Tasty, you what? Good. Tasty something. Good humor. Tasty good. good. No good, good humor. humor. No good humor. And yeah, whatever they are. <clears throat> but I'm glad they team in. Well, we lost. We lost that sponsor. We lost that now, sponsor. <laughs> it will be. It will Whatever be funny. They are. <laughs> yeah, it will be funny to see the you know what you say. Women start popping it like this. <laughs> you start popping <laughs> it. You walking down the street. You come in. You walking down the street zone. She just on you like. You just, <laughs> next thing you know, you just see mothers dropping their bags and start dancing in front of the kids and popping their asses in the air. You got the earbuds in. Like what the fuck is? You pull it out. You hear women in the background. Get your ice cream. Get your ice cream. <laughs> Come to the good humor. Come to with. the truck. Get your ice cream. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I like to apologize to the good humor company uh, for one day may sponsor NYP Entertainment. I remember your name. Don't don't listen to my co-host. You're good with us. That could be a sponsor one day. Good humor. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Well, we'll cut him out the deal. I'll take the money. <laughs> we'll roll with that. Because <laughs> humor is all right with me. Um, I don't know. I, I, I never knew. Popsicle. I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was a uh, racist over thing. But I don't want to go into the weeds on this. Because I'm about to say something about a whole other conversation. Because what I don't like is when people say something is, you know, has a racial overtone, but mm-hmm. this has been on my mind because I was watching a movie. But when you put it in your lyric and you put it in your TV show and movies, you can't beat on your chest. I'm sorry. You cannot use racial slurs 
You shouldn't. I'm not talking about the N-word. You shouldn't. I don't care what the A or E-R. You, can't put, you shouldn't put it in your music, in your lyrics, and you're beating on your chest about black pride and racial overtone. You can't use the word then. Not saying it'll stop it, but it'll minimize it at the end, at mm-hmm. the end of the day. So it, it kind of, like, I, I I come on the fence, I'm like, all right, that's cool, but then I mean, you got to back up on that. Because if you don't want people to repeat or, or say it, you know what I'm saying? So we're good on that one, but let's spread it a little bit bigger than that, and let's just kind of minimize the word and kind of eliminate it altogether um, when it comes to lyrics and movies and TV shows and, you know, music, movie and TV shows and so forth. Um, so I'll download the link and hear it. Um, what I might do maybe in two weeks, if y'all guys haven't heard, I might play it on the show. You guys can uh, hear the new RZA Good Humor ice cream truck song. Um, you might mm-hmm. be surprised. You see some mothers out there dropping, dropping their babies and, and their toddlers are dropping like it's hot. The real thing is coming down the street. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> you heard it first here. Mother's exactly. dropping like it's hot. When the... <laughs> um, I'm going to get me. back into the the Roy Jones and um, the Mike Tyson. Um, I don't know if you heard that allegedly boxing Roy Jones has um, threatened to pull out of the long way to fight. Did you hear about that? Yeah. I heard and heard he changed his mind. Yeah. Because he had um, originally he threatened to pull out of the fight. Um, I'm going to give you the story here. The fight between boxer Roy Jones and Mike Tyson um, has been thrown in doubt after Jones slammed the event organizer for delaying the fight. The bout will see former world champion, as we said earlier, Tyson and um, Roy Jones. Um, um, Jones has been longtime fan favorite and becoming the first middleweight champ for over in over 100 years in the heavyweight title as well. Um, in an exclusive interview with DailyMail.com, Jones said he had to table <clears throat> uh, table bullshit before he agrees to continue with the eight-round bout. Um, and he said he will walk away from the exhibition match altogether if uh, – he isn't compensated for the impact the delay will have on his business. Last week, digital platform and viral app Thrill on Triller, which is hosting the pay-per-view fight, announced it will be pushed back from September 12th to November 28th. So um, I didn't hear about him, you know, saying that he changed his mind on it. You know, I'm glad he did change his mind on it because it would be a bummer that, you know, all this leading up to this exhibition fight between Jones and Tyson will be, you know, acts for good, you know. People want to see it. I want to see it. I'm sure you want to see it, you know, between these two guys, uh, even though Jones going to get his butt wet, but I would like to see it. So yeah. I, I'm glad that they um, changed their mind. He, he did. I mean, he actually, like, a few days um, after he um, –
yeah, forget the rules. Yeah, you can't take that out of people. You want to knock people out. So, Roy Jones has turned on turned his uh, his treat to cancel. You turned on treat to cancel my text exhibition. The Roy Jones used as you turned on his treat. The event was thrown into disarray because the Jones and former former favorite world boxing champion Cabrera was dragged from the November 20th event in Carson, California, unless he was paid more to compensate for the boxing match. Like the exhibition was originally supposed to take place in the camp, but as the the move in the hope of building hype, the track was immediate. The Jones team was involved in the situation. He wants to appear to be ready to do what he does, what he wants to do, regardless. I said what I said, and I meant what I said. He said on Instagram, um, I'm no fool, and I'm not going to be treated like one. Come on, come November 20th, I'm going to act the fool, which is what I want to do anyway. So now that gives me a new turn, a new date, a new chance to act the fool, which is what I love to do anyway. Come November 20th, I'm coming to act the fool. Be ready. This is the line with Jones' previous with Jones' previous teammate letter, which he promised trouble for Tyson. His 24-year-old former heavyweight champion has long said he'll go looking for an early knockout. <clears throat> I repeat that. He'll go looking for an early knockout. Tyson will go looking for an early knockout, effectively disobeying the California State Athletic Commission, which has advocated an informal friendly match fought with good intentions. Jones uh, last month said that he'd easily take control of the fight if Tyson could not finish things quickly. If he can't kill quick, then he is fighting one of the smartest, savviest guys to ever do things, Jones said. If he don't kill quick, then he's in trouble. I'm not going to go out there and try to collide with him in the first round, take him out like a fool. <clears throat> Sorry. Let me fix my microphone. Um, that's my microphone. Uh, so he, I'm going to repeat this. If he can't kill quick, then he is fighting one of the smartest, savviest guys to ever do things, Jones said. If you don't, if he, if he don't kill quick, then he's in trouble. I'm not going to go out there and try to collide with him in front in the first round, take him out like I'm a fool. Alonzo? Hmm. Um, I want to see a knockout. That's what I want to see. Well, I don't want to see I'm what go the back promoter go, is saying. Let me go, let me go, go back because they'll say I was muffled. Let me go back and say what Tyson said. So Tyson, the 54-year-old, mm-hmm. said, that he is going to, he's looking for an early knockout. Effect, a knockout. We already said this is going to happen. There, you cannot mm-hmm. tell trained boxers, you cannot tell trained boxers um, not to knock each other don't out. Go for a knockout. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't. No. Don't don't knock each other out. Just kind of tap each other a little bit. Just very friendly, like, no. tap each other. These guys I don't want to see them getting hurt. <laughs> no, no, this, this, it's the hurt business. That's what boxing is right. about. It's the hurt business. Listen. So, 
Tyson said early on in his career that he likes to hurt people. That's what he said in one of his interviews years ago that he said that he loved hurting people. He likes to hurt them. When he get them in the ring, he wants to hurt them bad. And that's what his intentions are when he gets in the ring with Roy Jones. He's not going to go in there just to tap on him and not go for a knockout. No, it's natural instincts. He's going for that knockout. It's plain and simple. He's going for it. And I hope he do. That's what he does. That's that's what he does. This is what this is what he do. Well, he said that now, like years ago, even now, more of a clear-headed Tyson, older, mature Tyson. Listen, it's going to happen in November. I think it's going to be cool. Like I said, um, Roy Jones changed his mind. All that talk about I'm pulling up, blah, 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 blah. nah, it's going to happen. You, now you now you in the two you win it uh, too deep. You saying that mm-hmm. you better take you out quick. So now they're building the hype up. Now they're talking shit as they should. So um, I, you know, I kind of think it was a good idea to wait too long the holiday weekend because November twentieth, I think Thanksgiving Day weekend or something. Um, so I think that's a good idea uh, to build up that hype. And I, I will actually, I'll pay to see it. I'll pay to see it because it's one of the things you won't see again. Damn sure won't see it again. They're old. They're older. No. No. <laughs> it won't be no rematch. There's no rematch in this one. There's no rematch there's no in this rematch one. Uh, yeah, there's no rematch clause in this one. So you better see it now. Um, and these guys, I looked at Roy Jones online. He looks phenomenal. The same way Tyson does. These guys are in great shape. I, like, really commend them on the shape they're in. Um, they look good, man. They look good. Age is just a number, like everyone says. And, um... They look great. They they ready to kick ass and take names. Definitely now, ready you know to kick ass and take right names. Now? Mm-hmm. You know what scares me right now? I've seen Holyfield uh, spar, and he looks like he looks like his age now. The way that he's mm. sparring right now. I mean, if mm. he gets back into that ring, I see him seriously. I mean, he's slurring now. He's yeah, slurring yeah, now, yeah. and. He's he's it's not looking good for him right now. I don't know if you checked out his sparring, but it's not really looking good. He's 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 looks great in shape, physical form, but I've seen some of the sparring that he's that he's done, um, and it doesn't look good. He looks slower than ever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think. If he does look that way, I don't think it's a good, a good idea. I don't want to see someone who's not capable of holding his own in the ring get back in the ring. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see anyone get hurt at all. That's that's something. I don't mm-hmm. want to see him or anyone like that. If you're not ready or if you know for sure, whatever. Athletes are athletes, boxers are boxers or whatever. People are people. They won't get in there regardless. And uh, I, I just hope not. I just hope sure. not. Um, I haven't seen him yet. But if you look as bad as you say it is, that's not a good. That's not a good thing at all. Yeah. Uh, what is a What is a good thing? We're going to a music break when we come back. Uh, we got some more stuff to get into right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio.
Yeah, this is a story of famous dogs. For the dog that takes this tale, we'll be busy. Be the clapping dog. Rhythmic dog. Harmonic dog. House dog. Get dog. Dogs of the world unite. Dancing dog.
NYPN Human Radio live here on Blog Talk. Zill, what else you gonna get into? I got um a story on. Give me one second. Oscar-winning writer behind 12 Years of Slave is coming back with a new project that will see Batman called Doom by a black man. Um, John Ridley is heading up a four-issue limited series comic for DC in which the Dark Knight will not be Bruce Wayne. Hmm, that's going to be interesting. Will not be Bruce Wayne, but um, a different character entirely, um, one who will likely be African-American. The news was announced this weekend during the online um, Phantom event. Ridley teased the fact that Batman wouldn't be white, saying, I think it's pretty safe um, bet that if I'm writing Batman, it's probably a little better than a 47% chance he's going to be a person of color. Batman being black, um, though, was confirmed when John said the story would likely focus on the character Lucius Fox, and his family, whom folks know all too well. Lucius is the head of Wayne Enterprise um, in the comics and was played by Morgan Freeman and Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Um, he's a bit too old to rock the cake behind um, himself, but his son Luke is known um, in some um, um, interactions at that wig. Um, one of um, Batsy's sidekicks. This is going to be interesting to see something like that. Um, you know, Batman, not a white man. <laughs> this will be kind of interesting. You know, I'm, I'm actually probably going to see this, um, you know, if it, whenever it comes out, you know, once production is in place and, you know, what do you think? Man, I'm not big on reboots. But um, I, I don't know. I gotta I gotta see how this plays out. I think it is interesting. Um, I don't think a lot of the fanboys would like that, so to speak. I even though it's a fictional character, no, they're not gonna like that. Of course, you, you can make them whatever you want to. Uh, quite frankly, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see this. Um, I I didn't catch the article. I didn't understand. Is it gonna be a movie or it's gonna be in the comic? Um, I believe it's going to be a movie. You know, that should be interesting. Say, um, I believe, hold on, let me, Project L, uh, yeah, it didn't say, it says uh, four-issue limited series comic for DC. So, yeah, looks like it's going to be a comic. Which, right. I, I would take, I wouldn't mind taking a look at that, um, if the story's good, I wouldn't mind taking a look at that. I'm, I am intrigued by it. Um, I think it will be interesting. I think it's going to be kind of cool. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I kind of dig that. That's, that's kind of cool. It's different. A little bit of a nice little reboot, but not bad. Not bad. I'm looking to that. Um, black. Hey, we need more black yeah. superheroes. <laughs> we got to create our own. We can't be rebooting them, though. That's a reboot. We got to continue yeah. to create. We got to create. Yeah. We just said it earlier. Yep. Got to create. Yep. You're so right. We got to come up with our own. I want to be, you know, be original. Um, so we do need more. Uh, D.L. Hughley calls out Kanye West the worst effing kind of human being. The comedian blasted the hip hop mogul with his comments on Harriet Tubman, which we 
I play here on the show, and for entering himself into the presidential race. There have been, excuse me, there have been people who have opposed, there have been people who have opposed some of Kanye West's moves in this recent year, but not many have been as vocal as D.L. Hughley. The actor doesn't hold back when speaking about Yeezy Mogul and has, and has made it clear that he has lost all respect for the celebra- uh, celebrated rapper. In a recent interview, Hughley condemned Kanye once again as he laid out exactly why he thinks the rapper is the worst effing kind of human being. Um, you can see say, uh, with, in his interview, Hughley clarifies his thoughts and says that People have been calling Kanye, quote, crazy or saying he has mental health issues, but not when he's signing deals with Gap or making business moves. He's only crazy right around the time a project comes out and he knows what to do. Hughley also adds that Kanye doesn't make negative comments about white people, but regularly says things about the black community. He spoke about Ye's recent uh, Harriet Tubman comments along with the rapper's previous remarks about slavery. He consistently yeah. puts on an asterisk next. He, he constantly puts an asterisk next to the next to slavery, like it wasn't like it wasn't that bad. He said, like all Tubman was doing was taking him from one job to another. He makes it seem like her accomplishments weren't a big deal. He also criticized Kanye's bid for the presidency at a time like this. What are you going to do about unemployment? What are you going to do about the pandemic? What are you going to do about a shredded economy? What are you going to do? Because mm-hmm. everybody can't wear fucking Yeezys and hear Jesus walks all the goddamn time. That's not going to fix it. But you believe that it's dope to insert yourself at a time like this. You're the fucking, you're the worst fucking kind of human being. I have no respect for him. <laughs> Quoted DL. He went in on him. Um, he had a point, though. He had a point. Yeah, he does. Um. It is, but he pointed out, like, you ain't that crazy if you sign a deal with Gap and so forth. But he said, just right when a project comes around, he, he does this. But it, I already pointed out, like I said, some of this stuff is, like I said, Kanye is very smart, and he knows the business, and he knows his history. And I always pointed out that he's yeah, he a does. student of Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson do the same mm-hmm. thing, put out weird articles and stuff like that just to keep pretty much controversy creates cash. Tongues are wagging. Mm-hmm. Uh, attention on me over here. Hey, everybody, look what I'm doing. I got this coming out. I, I'm holding your attention right now, blah, 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 blah. Um, and he's a student of that. He knows how to do that. So a lot of this stuff is a bit of of a ploy. He knows what he's doing. Um, and some of it might be a, yeah. a hint of mental health issues. It, it's possible. But at the end of the day, yeah. this presidential thing, he got to cut it out. If you're really serious and you wait, to 24, not right now. And we, and we said that last week. We said that last week, you know, don't take away the votes from, you know, I mean, we know the other presidential candidate is not that great also, but don't take away the vote from, from him to allow this, this, this pink face guy to win again. You know, we, we don't need that pink face guy to win again. We don't need that at all. So Kanye, cut it out. Wait till 2024 if you're really serious about running. And then um, go from there. But um, D.L. Hoogley, we all know he's very boisterous. And he don't hold his tongue for nobody. If he's going to say it, he's going to say it. 
<laughs> you don't care whether you hurt your feelings or not. He's going to say it. You know, he's been uh, a bit, uh, a big um, advocate, you know, um, to say what's on his mind. He say it, you know. So I agree with him 100%. Um, Kanye, he may have some, you know, mental problem, but it's not severe enough to him not knowing how to do business. Right. And knowing what he wants to do. You know, he knows. Mm. Smart guy. Yeah, he's a smart man. He's a smart man. Um, He knows what he's doing. And, like, at the end of the day, again, if you're serious, like, for 24, um, like, I hear people say, well, you know, I'm not big on Biden, whatever, but he's better than Trump. Listen, I I don't keep my point of view about politics to myself, but anyone that is better right now than Agent Orange is running the country, um, we as people, first of all, got to get it together collectively, and then we'll just go from there. But Kanye, if this is a publicity stunt with the whole presidency thing, you need to cut it out because uh, right now things are really serious right now, and if you can't answer the question of what that DL uh, pointed out, then what's the purpose of you running? If you have an answer and you have a strategy and you and you know, then I put it out there. But this whole thing of you breaking down crying and disrespecting Harry and Tubman and screaming, oh, oh, come on, and all that stuff. All right, that's fine and dandy, but what are you going to do for the country? And that's what people want to know. What do you bring to the table? Simple as that. If you can do better than if you can do better than the two people that are running, then improve it and show it. Show and prove. But do wait for twenty four. Don't disrupt anything right now. So we'll see. Right. Uh, they're going to fade. He's going to fade out anyway. It's not. No one's really paying attention to him when it comes to that anyway. Quite frankly, so you know. Um, no. Tracy Morgan wants X to stop his ex to stop using his last name. Tracy Morgan wants his estranged wife, uh, Megan, to to be a to be a Morgan no more. According to reports, the former Saturday Night Live funny man's divorce is shaping up to become nasty. He's asking that Megan be be required to change her last name back to Wolliver, her maiden name. Tracy and Megan, mm. who married in 2015, have a prenuptial agreement, but the terms aren't publicly known. The former couple is already likely gearing up for a custody fight over the 70-year-old daughter, Maven, and her, and her July 20th divorce filing. Megan asked the court to grant her sole legal and physical custody of Maven, but Tracy wants joint legal custody and share time. It was previously reported mm. that Megan also wants Tracy to pay her alimony as agreed upon the prenuptial agreement, and she wants the actor to pay her legal fees and to continue financially supporting Maven. The third rock star announced wow. late last month that he and Megan are splitting. Sadly, after nearly five years of marriage, Megan and I are filing for divorce. This is a challenging time for all involved, so I ask that you please respect the privacy he said in the statement. Tracy and Megan married just 14 months after the near-fatal car accident in which a Walmart truck slammed into actor's limousine on a New Jersey freeway. Tracy ended up suing Walmart and reportedly settled for $90 million. Stop using my last name. Um, it's kind of interesting that she waited until after he received that, you know, settlement. Um, did they have problems before the accident, or did they start having problems after he received the settlement? Hmm. Uh, all, all I know, she, all I know I'm just is throwing it out my, there. My, 
My, all I know is kind of what's kind of interesting is the shit she asking for. She's like, all right, alimony, right. pay my legal fees. Yeah, the kid thing, of course, is the alimony and legal fees. No, pay for your own fucking legal fees. Go get a fucking job like everybody else. I'll take care of the kid. Like, what the fuck? Like, you want to lay up on your ass mm-hmm. off my hard-earned money? No, that goes towards the kid. You go out there and fill an application online like everybody else, turn in your resume, and go work. You're going to lay up with my money. Mm-hmm. Let me for my legal fees. Like, fuck that. Care of our child. Hey, you my the fucking job. There you go. Right. Get a she job. wants the alimony money. She wants him to pay the alimony money as per, you know, the alimony um, uh, agreement. And and also she wants him to pay the legal fees and plus the child support. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. How about no. you get a job? No. To take no. Money yeah. You get a job to pay yourself. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm for him paying, you know, taking care of his responsibility. I'm for that. That that's what he should be doing. You know, right. um doing that. But it it should be one or the other, alimony or child support. Shouldn't be both. It should be one or the other. Pay for his responsibility a, for the no, child and she gets a job. <laughs> Yeah, she gets a job and they take care of the kid together. That's it. You get a job. You go, go, yep. go get a job. <laughs> Write a tell-all book like a like a good divorcee would. <laughs> yep. yep. That's how you make your money. Write a tell-all book. <laughs> That's how you earn. She gonna, she, Write a tell-all book. She's gonna interview. utilize that last at name. She's gonna utilize that last least, name. She's gonna she's gonna right, use at it. Least, yeah, at least at least that's how you, at least you're earning your money. So, yeah, it's not his money. Like, hey, you told me to get a job. I'm going to do a tell-all book, and I'm doing interviews. This is my work, and they're paying me for it. Boom, there you go. Case closed, settled, boom, keep it moving. There you have it. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Um, yeah, NYPA lawyer, <laughs> lawyers are here for you. Divorce lawyers, <laughs> we're here for you. <laughs> you want to get out of that alimony? Come to us. You want to worry about them? Don't worry about their prenup. Don't worry about the child support. We got you. We got you. We stand back to back with each other with suits on, matching suits on. <laughs> we're here for you. you, lawyers. Yeah, we're here for you. One at the camera, cheesy commercial late soon. night commercial. <laughs> right. Stay tuned for the commercials coming soon in the home near you. Right, exactly. <laughs> it'll be, yeah, it'll be like in the wee hours of the night we all up, like a cheap low budget. You see the mic boom hanging down. You hear me muffled like on the show. You know, mic all muffled. The, the, the sound quality yeah. is horrible, yep. Yeah, it'll be horrible. <laughs> you are looking off camera, oh we're reading scripts, like, um, and she said that she was going to take me um, for all my money. And we jump, we jump out of nowhere matching suits. <laughs> Like, stand down, citizens. We have your back. <laughs> We're here for the you. The backdrop will be a horrible blue screen. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't we don't fit the outline. It's like shaking behind us. Like, <laughs> the camera is shaking. And it's like, there's a city, the city's not loud, but you see the blue screen. That's how horrible it is. <laughs> like, what? Mike, oh, the guy holding the microphone at the bottom of the stick. Yeah, it's going to be horrible. But come to us if you need uh, some legal issues. Um, we're going to go into another mm-hmm. music break. We come back. 
We got some more stuff to get into right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight.
capital G, ball in the beat. Status Chris Paul or John Wall in the league. Grab a mic, still the knuckles will bleed. Cause I believe the potent and potent and happy geek likes be The rationale is natural and we'll weave. It's all edges and peaks. Setting press me on a permanent speed. I'm in the world with my princess player. Ain't you feeling my beta? And my lore grows greater and greater. Ten trails drop destroy me as vapor. Have you shaking like gator? Ben Trill, nigga, process the data. Blu-ray wave, follow a beta. I see the R's later. Copper monster with a G to my waiter. You can't define us X, Y, Z. It's a generational elitist. Have you cheating virtual think pieces? See these written words of poetical science. Brain defiant. Thoughts heavy, baby. They're a major appliance. Leave a tan when dropping to fly. Let's do a giant. Dude's nice. He tight screws in with some pliers. Cool with some buyers. Yeah, nigga. Cool with some growers. Never know tattletales. Only I don't know it. See us. Show me generation. Show us what you gon' show us. So listen, mommy. See, we could collude with a boy. Mouthpiece like orange with a jubilant noise. Dude's rude and his juices is coins. Shoot em, boys. Burst and rehearse in the Susan the loins. Talk to Joey Earl, Kendrick Cole. Gatekeepers afloat. They are extensions of instinctual soul. It's the highest of commodity grade. And you get it today. <laughs> Kelly is low, cuddle bunny ready to go. Day of the dead, where we all are zombies instead. And it's just your aftermath, bust a cut in your dress. Bruce Lee and niggas, why your niggas USB? Smoke tree on niggas, is a lot of USB. Search pricing on these Ubers, I'ma give me a cab. Yeah, where'd you roll the yacht? Surviving on impeccable grass, I'll be in that my seat, waiting for that law to pass. Fashion, been waiting for a test title since last. The Chitatan, full gang, green on that ass. Magic Mike on the mic, David Blaine does his name. In the church of Buster Rhymes, it's my sermon, you get me. Horizontal speaking, I'm the exorcist of your witty. Don't get your rubbing, nigga. Sorry, that's a sin and forgiving. Like how we be skipping on bees like cooking crack in the kitchen. Wait, just start the package, dry it back up to wet. This mad city's not a game, easy, quiet, on set. Fire student of the past, trailblazing the day. Not acknowledging a trainer swept up in a phase. We still the highest of commodities, crazy. You can get it, get it, get it, get it, get it today. Transgression in my perimeter, 
still will be your blessing. And you're explicit, intoxicated, food obsession. So stop stressing me with the madness. Putting niggas on my hazards. No sadness is felt. You shuffle in your cards, get dealt. You carry ass niggas start to melt. Impact like a buckle, being your swamp from off a belt. You need help for shelter. When in the round double welter, my way would tilt ya. Whole alignment to change your filter. My attitude a product of society. So sometimes for gratitude, you know you can't rely on me. Niggas I you me. We're looked up the anxiety. Wondering within my heart, the loss of the piety. Yo, it depends on which one you bring to surface. At times I get trifle, but to worship is my purpose. Malik B, blend with the tree. This by the enemy. You clocking me, young cat. Now make it the vicinity. Yo, Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio Live here on Blog Talk. Remember, program no, no show next week. In two weeks on September 6th, it will be the season finale, the ninth season finale of NYPA Entertainment Radio. And two weeks after that will be the season premiere, the 10th season premiere of NYPA Entertainment Radio. Uh, one more thing before we out of here, Zoe, what you got? MC Light is calling it quits. MC Light has hit the ultimate um, nuff patch because of old school hip hop icon is calling it quits. Light Light is one of rap's female pioneers filed divorce. Stock in LA mm. Monday, just three years after her marriage to a Marine Corps veteran 
and entrepreneur John wow. Wick, 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 wow. I believe that's his name, um, um, as uh, for the reason for the split, officially according to Docs, it's the classic irreconcilable differences. As always, they always say that. The couple were at a beach resort um, in Montego Bay, Jamaica, back in August 2017. The Roughneck Rapper said they met on Match.com, and the relationship took off from there, um, but it probably couldn't last long enough for the dating site to brag about it. The Zek does not have any kids together. Thank God. Um, but, you know, hey. MC Light is a, a beautiful-looking young lady. <laughs> you should get somebody else. You know what? Growing up, watching MC mm-hmm. Light, you know, years ago when mm-hmm. she first came out, I always thought mm-hmm. that she was gay. You know, mm-hmm. she had this butchy way about herself, you know, when she came out, like the tomboys, I should say, way about herself when she came out. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. when I heard that she was getting married, you know, it kind of surprised me. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, that, that, that's cool, um, you know, that she's into into men. You know, I shouldn't have thought that, but, you know, it was just that she was very tomboyish back then, you know, the baggy clothes, didn't have the makeup on until later on in her rap career and uh, in her career that's when she started putting the makeup on, looking more feminine, you know. She's a very beautiful-looking young lady, very beautiful-looking young lady. Um, you know, I worked with her cousin um, some years ago, um, and um, we was trying to work on getting, like, on this show, you know. Um, I believe I spoke to you about that some years back, you know, that I was actually with her cousin um, at the workplace that I was working at, and uh, she called Light Up while I was there, and um, he spoke for a bit, and she tried to work on getting it, but light schedule was so tight that it couldn't happen at that time, you know. So hopefully we can now try to get her back on the show or try to get her on the show so we can speak, and maybe she can speak about, you know, the divorce um, that that's going on. She may not want to speak on it too much on it, but, you know, hopefully we can do that. I'll, I'll try to work on that again you know, to see if we can get her on the show. But, um, you know, good luck to these two. You know, hopefully it's not an ugly divorce, and hopefully that they can, you know, continue being friends after the divorce, you know, um, whatever the reason is. But, you know, best best of luck to the two of them. I, I, I remember, like, a couple of years back, we mentioned her meeting this person in Marion and I remember the comment she said it took her a long time and I remember her meeting her saying meeting on match dot com and all that stuff. Um, you know, like you said, she's a very beautiful woman. I don't know personally, I don't know how her personality is, but I'm sure she'll after time passed, she'll find someone because she's very attractive, talented and what I understand intelligent person. Um and I'm sure once she get past this situation because divorce is never easy uh, from what I hear, from what I hear, um, and understand that, you know, I'm sure, like I said, she'll meet someone down the line, and because she's fine, she looks like she's banging. So yeah, and hopefully you can, hopefully we can get her on the show. That would be nice just to 
speak with her. I I want to want to hear her opinion on 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 female MCN and the females today, and get her you know what she right. thinks about the females today and the difference and stuff. She's a legend and an icon, one of the pioneers. Indeed. That, along with along with Salt and Pepper, who led the way in the Latifa and so forth. I like to pick her brain on her opinion on female MCs today. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully we can get her. That that'll be a big coup and. Um, I think everyone would love to have the icon, the legend, MC Mike. That would be nice. Um, while I look at the time, while I look at the clock, is about that time, I should say. Easy for me to say. Uh, time to wrap things up here. Let's do the shout out. Yeah, shout out to everybody who uh, follow us, uh, who listen to us from near and far away, around, all around the world. I'm grateful to y'all. Um, continue to listen to us, continue to share. Um, to your friends and tell their friends to share. Um, shout out to my boy Kyle, Philly. Um, once again, any new topics, new music you want to hear right here on NYPA Entertainment Radio, hit us up. NYPA Entertainment Spell Out at gmail.com. Trust me, it will be read and your comment, we will make note of it. On on the next um, show, um, any music or any topics, we will definitely shout you out on there. All right, end it off. Um, definitely. Uh, what, I was, what I should have said, like I said, uh, have what we've been doing uh, for the past few months, and we're gonna do it this weekend on the season finale. For the time being, is wrap things up early on our end, and then we're gonna play music out the last X amount of minutes. So as we step away, you stick around to some music. The last X amount of minutes to the show ends for those listening to a live top of the hour of seven o'clock. Um, but again, thanks to everyone near and far. Shout out to them. Shout out to uh, everyone who downloads the show. Remember, download, share, comment, uh, everything. Appreciate it. Uh, New York, Philly, everywhere globally. Um, thanks for the support. Thanks for the hate. Thanks for it all as we march. Very, very strongly, and is it word strongly? Yeah, very, very strongly into our tenth season in a couple of weeks. So again, no show next week. Back up for the season finale on September sixth. We're gonna shut it down again. We're back up fresh as a daisy. We got lots for you for the season ten premiere NYP Entertainment Radio. A lot of things to get into. A lot of stuff like our a lot of people like our season premieres because we we go in and, and tell stories and stuff like that. So a lot of people kind of like that stuff. So. Uh, season 10, September 20th. Everyone be safe. We're going to get on out of here. We'll see you in two weeks for the season finale of NYPA Entertainment Radio. Season 9 finale is a wrap. September 6th, in two weeks. Be safe. St- uh, love one another. I know it sounds cheesy, but let's be nice. We'll get through this. We'll see you in two weeks. NYPA Entertainment Radio. It was a lockdown. They opened the fire. Them bullets were flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie. Oh my, time heals all, but you out of time now. Judge gotta watch us from the clock tower. Little tear gas cleared the whole place out. I'll be back with the hazmat for the next round. We was trying to protest and the fires broke out. Look out for the secret agents, they be planted in the crowd. Said it's civil unrest, but you sleep so sound like you don't hear the screams when we catching beat down. Staying quiet when they're killing niggas, but you speak loud when we ride. Got opinions.
opinions coming from a place of privilege. Sick is in the COVID. How they did them on the ground. Speaking of the COVID, cause it's still going around. Oh, won't you tell me about the looting? What's that really all about? Cause they throw away black lives like paper towels plus unemployment rate. What? 40 million now killed a man in broad day. Might never see a trial. We just want to break chains like slaves in the South. Started in the North End, but we in the downtown. Riot cops try to block. Now we got a showdown. Down. Been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. The bullets are flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie. Turn on YouTube, dog. Look how they do us. Knee on our necks, bullets and backs, stimulus checks, strictly for blacks. History repeating, people scared to eat a chicken. Everybody going vegan, what they put in it. Look at the world we living in, they got a shook in it. You going, you jogged, and your color might get you took in it. The man in the mirror can't look away, you gotta look at it. Black lives matter, so what it means when they shoot at it. Generation genocide, what happened to enterprise? Heard the man infiltrated, Black Panther re-energized, ain't nothing to figure out. They trying to kill us out. If I take a nail, see my fist, I'm a killer now. Just think, bullshit, you gotta filter out. Are you really ready for the smoke like a swisher house? Ready for the revolution, who ready to ride? It won't be Televised, so tell me who ready to die. If downtown going up, where we at with the shits? We at the liquor store, nigga, about to get us a fifth. No, they about to start looting, grab the gloves and masks. Watch out for them tanks when they rolling past, shit. <laughs> Never understand why they do it. Someone cut the channel off the news for I lose it. I ain't even tripping if you with it, then we looting. Let me put this Louie in the back of Suzuki. Oh, he had to break it down so smoothly. They gon' say it's not about race, but we moving. Oh. Rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the 